Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age. And that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. We are here. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Up first, when I met him, he was a local TV producer that I was matched with in Austin, Texas. And heck, we didn't even have to swipe right. Look where we are now. Wow. Here he is. Producer Eddie, everybody. Guys, guys. I want to give you an update real quick on all this laundry system that I did in my house. It's working fantastic. What's the system? The system is to give all my kids their own basket. They fill their dirty clothes. I do the laundry, but as soon as it's done, I dump it back in the room and they fold it. It's been, what, a month? Do they fold it? They fold it nice and neat. They wow. hang it up on their hangers. I'm pr- Everyone but the baby. Well, baby's got to get in line then. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. he's only Step three. He'll get sure. there. All right, good to know. <laughs> Next up, when I met him... He was working as a delivery driver for Jason's Deli. He had worked his way, as he says, all the way up to delivery boy number one. Hey, uh, number two. Man. Ah, he was close. He was close. He was close. Here he is. Lunchbox. Woo! Guys, the other day I was walking the dog early in the morning, and I had no idea this job still existed. Did you know they still deliver newspapers in the car? Someone drives by me, throwing newspapers out, and I was like, wow, people still get the newspaper delivered to their house. Amazing. Yeah, they still do that. Shocking. Yeah. So you didn't know the newspapers were still coming to houses? I had no idea. I thought everybody did it online. I didn't know newspaper delivery person was still living. My mom used to do it, and so it brought back a lot of memories, and I was just like, good. I'm glad that guy's still out there delivering newspapers. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) When I first met her, she was selling granite for a rock wholesaler. Still not sure what that means. Here she is, Amy! 
Okay, so I've been doing my Four Things podcast for years now, but I've never done it live before. And we announced that I'm doing my first live show in Wichita. And so I would appreciate if the veteran in this category, which is Bobby, I feel like you've done tons of live things, would offer me advice. Uh, You just got to do it and mess up a lot. That's not the advice you want to hear, but you just got to do it. It'll be awesome. If you're in Wichita, you should go to this. Amy, the tickets go on sale Friday, right? Friday at 10 a.m. My only advice is go do it, and then when everything goes wrong, because some stuff will go wrong, just be like, all right, well, the next time will be even better. You just got to... Eddie and I played restaurants for 50 people. Fire alarms are going off. Oh, sandwiches man. will be delivered while we're playing. <laughs> Equipment didn't work. It's, it's, everything goes wrong. But that's how you get better. You do it wrong and you learn. And finally, we got a, a voicemail here to set me up. I have an intro for Bobby. Standing in at six foot, one inches tall, the sugar craving, his band is raging from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, Bobby Bo. There we go. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Ty, uh, Nick in Wisconsin. That was awesome. Uh, Snake in the Grass is over. It's oh, over. It's over. Uh, the, the final episode was on Monday. I don't know if we're going to do another season. We'll just wait and see. I don't know. Yeah, I've mentioned before, they spent a whole bunch of money on that show, not knowing that they were going to put it on USA Network. I, the show did wonderfully. I'm very proud of it. Don't know if they can justify spending that money again if they put it back on USA. But I don't know anything. Uh, hopefully, I'll find out when it comes to Peacock, and you can watch every episode on Peacock. But Snake in the Grass is now over. It was eight episodes, and it was amazing. So thank you for the support. Yes. How long do, until we find out if there's season two? I don't know. Is there anyone we can call to yeah, help them? I've already called. Okay. Oh. I have no idea. I'm just like, do we know anything? Do we just call USA yeah, Network? Do they have a hey. number? What about write letters? Do we just call 1-800-USA? It'll be in the paper, Lunchbox. So, <laughs> yeah. Order one to your house. Maybe you'll see it first. All right. All right. That's how we do it. We started the show. Hope you guys are good. Let's get going here. It's time for the mailbag. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Bobby Bones. My six-year-old was being bullied in her new gymnastics class about her having a little belly. When my wife picked her up, she was in tears and she was so upset. Of course, rage overtook me, but I did not let her see it. It's the first time she's been picked on about anything, and she just can't understand why someone would say such mean things. How do you recommend handling this? My wife has a three-strike rule and then pulls her out if the instructor's disciplinary actions don't fit. Well, my advice is to punch her in the mouth next time. Oh. Nip the bullying in the bud. My wife doesn't like the idea. I've been teaching her self-defense and boxing, so she has the skills to take up for herself, but she is too kind-hearted, it seems. Any advice? Thanks. Father of a bullied six-year-old. You're going to deal with this her whole life. Even the coolest kids, and I say coolest with finger quotes because even the coolest kids get bullied at different stages. I was never a cool kid. I got bullied my entire life. Self-defense is that. It's to defend yourself physically if someone else is coming at you, trying to hurt you physically. So she doesn't need to use the punching, the boxing. No. If somebody hits her and she feels like, she can't stop it, then she should use self-defense, but not in this situation. I think it's the education process of knowing why bullies bully. It sucks. I'm not going to act like it's fun, it's easy, but she's going to deal with this forever, and you're going to give her a Band-Aid for a situation that, that needs like long-term health. So people pick on you and bully you because they, they themselves feel insecure about something. That's the root of, of everything. If anything, it's to try to teach her that she should feel sorry for them. The bullies are losers. And that's how I'd say it at first. But then you go, you know what? They're not losers. They're just sad people. 
And so she should feel sorry for them and you should teach her to hopefully be, and it's tough, either be extra nice back or just don't do anything at all. But not don't be mean, don't confront. Again, if she's ever threatened physically, then you have to do what you have to do. You can tell the teacher, but I don't think you take her out of for three strikes. I think now you start arming her with the tools for what's going to happen the rest of her life. And at six, I'm sure it hurts, but it's probably the best time to start because you can't shield them from this forever. That's my advice. Educate her on why bullies bully and tell her how awesome she is. Amy? I just had this exact conversation with my son because he was in a situation where he was definitely bullied and I know the kid and I know what he's going through. And so I just had an honest conversation with my son about how that kid is hurting and it's my son immediately had compassion and I could see him say, oh man, yeah, oh wow, I do feel bad for him. And it's not that my son should have to endure that. I also talked to the parent. I went to the mom and we had a discussion and I have, I have compassion for the parents and what they're dealing with. So, cause that could easily be my son that turns around and does it to somebody else. And so it's just learning to work together. And it probably will be at some point. Yes. It's just going to happen to your daughter, sir. I don't like to have to say that, but no. it is. And it's not teaching her how to get away from it. It's teaching her how, when adversity hits, how to actually address it because it's, it's going to come in many forms through her life. It stinks. And I mean, I got physically beat up a bunch as a kid too. But then what I did is I started doing people's homework and I would take that money sometimes and I would pay people to go and beat them up, the other Smart. person up. It's so, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know self-defense, but what I knew was how to do homework and get a dollar a page. That's right. And then I would hire people to go and if somebody was pounding on me to go and I th- threaten or don't do that right now, but everybody's got to f- figure out their way out of the situation. But for right now, teach her, you know, you've heard the saying, hurt people, hurt people. I'm sorry you're going through this, but it will not be the first time. Doesn't mean it's any easier, but you can get through it, I promise you. No punching, no leaving class. Go tell the instructor, like Amy said. And thank you for the email because a lot of parents are going through this right now. All right, that's that. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I saw this video on TikTok. And the back of the SUVs opened up, and I'm like, something's moving around. And then a bear crawls out of the SUV, and then the video goes into the, and it is destroyed. <laughs> I mean, it is like, it was barely left standing. And we were, Eddie and I were in California the whole uh, last weekend, and Eddie was looking for a bear the whole time. That's all I wanted, man, to he see a bear. Ju- we went hiking one time. He jumped out of his skin. <gasps> And then a woman comes around the corner walking. He's like, I thought it was a bear. She was oh. wearing a dark shirt. Is, so, yeah, did you have bear. bear spray? No. No. What if y'all encountered one? <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. Well, we that. talked about it. And he was like, what do we do? <laughs> We're supposed to go like run to it and lift our arms up. I'm like, no, that's if the bear is literally going to attack you. I said, what we would do is we'd slowly back away and just walk and get away from the bear. That's not what you said. You said you would push everyone towards the bear and then run the no, other way. That's if the bear started running. Oh, okay. I'd shove it. you toward it because the bear only wants one of us. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, you'll get preoccupied with him. Yes. You go. So uh, we have on Vicky, whose SUV the bear was in. And Vicky, are you there? I am. So, Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, so wait, where were you when you found out this bear was in your truck? I was in bed. Um, I was at my cabin in Arnold, California. And somebody wakes you up and goes, Vicky, somebody or something's in the truck, or they know it was a bear? Um, we had no idea. So at like 4.30 in the morning, Arnold's dead quiet, by the way. This is like the country. And I heard some honking. So I got up and I looked around, and 
didn't see anything. So I went back to bed and at 6.30, two of my girlfriends came in panicked saying that my car had like taken on a life of its own. Lights were coming on and off. It was honking. Um, so then we went out to the balcony. I mean, the hazards are on. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's like it's being stolen. Every uh-huh. signal in this truck, <laughs> SUV, whatever you want to call it, is going off. And so did you leave it open or did the bear pop the back? Oh, no. I opened that when we were trying to find out what happened. So the, the doors might have been unlocked, but he actually, he or she, it could have been a guy or a girl, I don't know, opened the back door with their bear paw. That's crazy. He opened the door. The I bear know. opened the door. So the bear gets in, and guys, I wish I could explain to you what it looks like, but it's like the bear went in and ripped all the stuff from the top of the car, and there's metal hanging Everything. down. Every- oh, my god! So then what Nothing do you – after the bear runs into the woods, then what do you do? I was so stunned I couldn't even move. I just stood there. So I was up on the balcony of my house, and my two girlfriends run down. They open the doors, and I see, like, little pieces of garbage fall out, and that's where I say what I say in the video. Um, but I just – I had no idea that that was my car coming apart. I was not ready. Yeah, and it like, looks – Like, not ready. It looks like the car should – it's metal, guys. Yeah. I mean, this is how strong these bears are. So did the car drive fine? Did somebody come and tow it out of there? What oh, happened? No, you couldn't drive it. The whole, da- the whole dash is ripped out. <laughs> oh, wow. So we had to call a tow truck driver. This is a very bougie bear. I mean, he, he wanted a Range Rover, and he tried to drive it. <laughs> So what was in the Range Rover food or smell-wise that, that made him get into it? Altoids. Are you, are you seriously? What? Mints? I mean, that is the only thing that was in there, and he didn't even touch them. I didn't even look at them. Like you left a half rack of ribs yeah. and chilies or something in there. <laughs> Not a thing. I don't have little kids. We didn't eat in the car. There was nothing in there for it to get. What did insurance say when you called and told them? They could not believe it. They were just laughing and stunned. It's, but it's covered, which is great. Yeah, it's a bizarre, yeah. bizarre situation. And I guess I thought that it, it was is. the back was so somebody had to go and actually open the back while the bear was in there. So we literally stood on that second balcony, like stunned for about seven to ten minutes, wondering what was in the car. I mean, part of me thought maybe a tweaker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. So I uh, had no idea what was in the car, and I said, "Oh, I'll pop the hatch," and then we put on the TV or the telephone camera, and still nothing happened. It it sat in there. It didn't realize that the hatch was open. So that's when my friend, who's a horse girl and very brave, um, moved the truck behind it to get its attention. I feel like if I were going to have to go and open the hatch, if I knew a bear was in there, I would open it like I would light a firecracker. Like you run down, you light it, then you run as soon as possible so you don't get blown up. But that's a crazy story. So has this, are you, like are people calling you, have the news run this clip? Like what's happened with this clip since you posted it? Um, it went it went viral. I mean, it's got like over two million views. But no, nobody's called me. I actually, um, I I actually had a California wolf spider land on me the next day, and that video got the ring's attention, and they want an interview, which is funny, or on TV. The ring? What's that? You know the the ring cameras. Oh, the cameras. Oh, they. W- oh, wow. So if yeah. weird stuff happens so to you on a video, ring cam. Like yeah. the, that's how you can make money. Oh, so I need to get a ring do, cam. Do a and, ring cam and have okay. set up some weird Ooh. stuff that happened to you on a ring yeah. cam. Yeah. Well, Vicky, we really appreciate you calling and uh, sharing you. your story with us. And Thank you, guys. That's very weird. That's really weird. And we'll, we'll link it on our page so people can see it. But the bear's in the truck. And the bear probably oh, yeah. did open the door handle it's not this bear's first rodeo and he likes luxury cars (laughs) (laughs) well vicky thank you hope you have an awesome day and we will talk to you soon thanks guys okay thanks bye-bye here's the thing guys 
I don't know why I say it. We'll talk to you soon. I'll probably never talk to her again in my whole Good life. Point. But I just am used to saying that on with people on the phone, like interviews and stuff. Like, all right, talk to you soon. And that, that felt like an interview more than it did a caller that was calling in. All right, talk to you soon. The narrator, they never spoke again. <laughs> But that was awesome. Great story. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Terrence Sessions was gassing up his car when he looked and he saw a wallet laying in the middle of the road. And he was like, man, I got to get that wallet. You know, gas is expensive. So he goes out there, plays a real life Frogger. Woo, woo, dodging cars. Woo. For those who don't know what Frogger it is, it's an old, old game. <laughs> it's like an Atari game where you're like, boink, boink, dodging yeah. cars coming through. Like, jump yeah, up, jump back. Know. Yeah. You don't know what Frog. It's an it's, arcade game. It was like in every well, Pizza Hut. Well, it's also not a little boy. Okay. Not that all little boys, but I think most. Yeah. So it's probably an age and a, and a, right. a boy thing. Go ahead. So he finds the wallet and he finds an ID in it. And he had his daughter in the car. So he's like, what should I do with it? Should I just go turn it into the gas station? Should I just leave it, you know, just toss it in the trash? So nope. He put the wallet in his pocket. After he got done gassing up his car, he drove to the house and it was a nurse that had dropped her wallet. Mm. Boom. So he was teaching his daughter something really nice. Like, hey, when you find something, you return it. Did you see the story about the woman who found all the money in the KFC sandwich? No. Box? Don't tell me more. Well, she, it turns out that was like their deposit. They put it in the... They gave her the wrong box. She took it back. Wait, 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 wait. Why would you put money in a chicken box? Well, what I think happens is you put it in a zipper thing... And then you probably put it in a box of some. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't disguise work at KFC. It. Why would there be money in the chicken box? Oh, like, I see what you're saying. So they disguise it when they carry it out. It looks like they just yes. have a bucket of oh, chicken. Good call. So I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know if it's a bucket. I think it's a box. Okay, still, question. Same thing. They question. handed her the box to the window. Question: If I keep that money, am I in trouble? They probably never know. Exactly. No, not exactly. But I'm <laughs> yeah, saying that was the great thing about, about it. She answer. took it back. What do you mean? You'd be on camera getting that bu- that bucket. Yeah. Box. Whatever. You'd be in trouble with your heart. But how would they know which one it was? Exactly. They, they know it's like one of ten. Well, they. I'm gonna... not exactly. I'm not on your team. I'm just saying it's not as. You probably they'd probably never know, and that's why I think it was great that she gave it back. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I told you. No. So both are good stories. Yeah, but Terrence did that to teach his daughter. You know, hey, be responsible and turn things in. There you go. And she did this to teach people who got chicken. Turn chick money in. Yeah. Oh, did they give her a reward? I don't think so. Maybe they gave her a chicken coupon. Ooh, that'd be nice. That would be nice. I don't know if that's true, though. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, Morgan, a lot of listeners said they wanted to hear your story about you catching the person stealing your mail or trying to steal your mail. What happened? Yeah, so I was at work, and I got a notification for my Ring doorbell camera. And I pull it up, and I look, and there's this orange Nissan Altima sitting in my driveway. Never seen that car in my life. That's a bold car to be stealing. Yeah. <laughs> An orange Altima? Yes. Like, get a white one. If wow, okay. And I was shocked. I was like, maybe they're turning around. No, they're sitting there for several minutes, and then finally my notification goes off again, and the passenger gets out of their car, goes to my mailbox, opens it up, looks for anything, and then closes it, runs back to the car, and they drive away. So there was nothing in there, luckily? Thank goodness nothing was in there, yeah. So what do you do? Uh, I filed a police report, and I mean, I'm hoping they find them. It's an orange car. There's not a lot of orange cars out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, get an automobile that isn't <laughs> more as easily. Neutral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so a couple things. One, what people do, some people do that want to steal your identity. If they get into your mail and they can find anything with your social or part social address, that stuff's in your mail. So what they do is they try to steal your mail then they can have at least one or two data points to try to steal your identity. That's thing one. Thing two is they may just be trying to steal stuff, like a porch pirate but without the guts to go all the way up on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not as good as stuff in the mail. 
maybe a check or something. But yeah, I'm glad you caught them. So what do the cops say or what do they say when you called it? They haven't said anything. And I did talk to my mailman about it happening. He was like, you can put up one of those locked mailboxes that they can't get into. And I did because I hadn't done this before. I changed all of my statements over to electronics. So now they really can't get a hold of anything. It'll just be like junk mail in there. That's the number one thing they advise people to do. If you can make it electronic, do, because it's hard for people to get that information if it's on the internet, especially people that are just driving around looking at mailboxes. But I'm glad you made that call because they're not just doing this to you. No, this is somebody people. in the neighborhood or somebody in town that's going to mailboxes trying to steal mail for one reason or the other. That's also very scary. They do it in the daytime. I guess when everybody's at work. Yeah, I guess they thought I wasn't there, but I just can't get over that it was an orange car. Like they can find you very easily with an orange car. Yeah, it'd be like somebody you know, in a Chick-fil-A van. <laughs> You'd be like, bro, you're driving the loudest vehicle that there is. Uh, speaking of, of, of money, here's a story because it does kind of give us an idea of what happens if this happens. And the whole story is if somebody put extra money in Lunchbox's account, what would he do? He'd spend it. And he did spend it. Who, who'd that happen to here? Me. It was you. Yeah, I went to the ATM and it accidentally said you had... 450 extra dollars like okay so i bought a plane ticket to vegas right and and eventually the bank came back and said uh you owe us this money yeah i was trying to tell them money gone sorry but they said "Eh, we're taking that money from you and so many times there's a story about somebody gets paid too much and lunchbox is like no they should have to pay run i'd move i'd get an island we're like bro it's a thousand bucks i'd still get an island (laughs) so here you go google accidentally paid a guy two hundred and fifty thousand dollars three weeks ago it wasn't his money and so he gets on Twitter and is like, hey, guys, I got this money. Google, please take it back. No one will answer. I can't get in touch with anybody. His name is Sam Curry. He's a staff security engineer in Omaha, Nebraska. So he says, it's been a little over three weeks since Google randomly sent me $249,999, and I still have not heard anything back. He said, I sent a support ticket. And then he tagged Google. Is there anything we can do? So he's like, it's okay if you don't want it back, <laughs> but I'm just putting it out there. And so Google finally confirmed it had accidentally paid the guy the two forty nine 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 nine. It was human error, and they were going to retrieve the payment, which is what he wanted. So then an attorney jumped in on this because this is often yes. An attorney is going to agree with me and be like, "Dude, you could have kept that money. Let's go." So Peter Imless with Vista Criminal Law. This is what he said. It's illegal to knowingly keep money that was accidentally deposited into your account. Spending that money is considered a form of theft, which could result in misdemeanor charges if the deposit is under 950 or felony charges for a larger amount. So that is an, it's, it's a crime. If no. you know, and it was an accident, that is a crime. No, don't shake your head. It is. It's literally no, no, no. the law. You don't know that that was an accident. You assume they tried to pay you that. Like, you're good at your job. Cool. Thanks, man. You don't assume that if you've never <laughs> once had a check like that ever, ever. and it shows up randomly. <laughs> you don't assume that. There's another story. Honda is asking for cash back from employees after they overpaid bonuses. Oh, no. See, a company's employing thousands of people in Central Ohio, and they've had to go by those people and be like, hey, we need our, can I need our money back? That stinks. Employees say returning the money will be hard for the families, but an attorney not involved with the case says that Honda's properly going about collecting the overpayments. According to the memo, the employee owed just shy of 8% of his bonus payment back. And they go on to say the same thing under the Fair Labor Standards Act. Overpayments of bonuses or wages can be recouped by the employer. That stinks, though. You get a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you're like, wow. Especially if they didn't tell you how much it was, then you just see it and you think that's your whole bonus. Now, that's a exactly. Mm, that's a different story, This is going to create a bad work <laughs> environment. Everybody's going to be mad. Uh, that's from NBC4. 
two stories, which may be hard to believe. Number one, scientists claim we'll find aliens within 25 years. That's our lifetime. That's it. That's our lifetime. A government scientist said that we'll be able to find alien life outside of our solar system within 25 years. But current technology, such as the James Webb Space Telescope, one of our most powerful, is not powerful enough to locate it yet. So it's an astrophysicist, all these fancy titles. And he's like, yeah, we'll find it next 25 years. All the stuff that's been leaked out. And even the people that are going, we can't tell you everything because if we did, this place would go bananas. There's just so much of that where there's a whole lot of smoke, there's something burning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go straight smoke fire, but I'm going to say where there's a whole, whole, whole lot of smoke, there's something burning. So that's the first wild story. The second one is actually from this show because we are going to Las Vegas this weekend for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. And it's also, it's a big weekend for Lunchbox because he loves Vegas and he loves trying to act like a big deal in Vegas. Yes. He likes to tell people who he is. Like, so here, here's his new idea. Go ahead. I want to hire bodyguards for this weekend in Las Vegas. Do you think you're at, in danger? No, I don't think I'm in danger. I think it's a status symbol that people will be like, when you see people with bodyguards, you're like, oh, who is that? Who is that? So... If even they don't know who they who I am, they're going to start asking questions like, hey, do you know who that is? Like, And they're going to try to take pictures and be like posting online. Hey, who is this guy with bodyguards? Let's just just picture this. I'm sitting at a blackjack table, okay, right? Hold on, we're picturing it, everybody. <laughs> okay. Get your pictures ready. Okay. And I, got, I, I got chips stacked in front of but me. Got, but in chips, though, it's not like hundreds of thousands. It's like 80 bucks. Right. Okay. And I have a couple <laughs> drinks there, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting there, and there's two bodyguards just standing behind me just like, Boom. Everybody is going to be like, man, who's that playing blackjack? Who is that? So your dream is just for people to take pictures of you and not know who you are. Well, they're going to they're going to send to their friends like, oh, my gosh, I saw this celebrity had two bodyguards. It's a status thing. And I think it just gets me even more to a bigger level. Like when you're in Vegas and you have bodyguards, people take notice. But how would that get you to a bigger level? Like where's where's the I mean, more people start following me more people who you are. They're gonna ask. They're gonna. They're gonna ask their friends. Hey, I got a picture of this person. Now, do you want to pay for this, or do you want the company to pay for? Oh, it? I was thinking the company would pay for it. Okay, here you go. Full t- per day for a full time bodyguard. Yeah. Per day is around a thousand bucks a day. That's perfect. So two thousand bucks a day for two bodyguards for three days. You're looking at six grand, and you want the company to pay for that? Yeah. Zero percent chance. But don't you think it would be? We're lucky we're not standing in Reno and driving down <laughs> to Vegas. Don't you think honest. it would be awesome though if I had bodyguards everywhere I went? No, you don't, you don't need them, and it would be stupid. <laughs> and, and it's also not yeah. a status symbol thing. Oh, yeah, right. Why not just get nice clothes? Well, I can do that, too, but no, everybody has nice clothes in Vegas. A lot of people have nice clothes in Vegas. You have people in cutoff tees and then people in, in suits. I mean, that doesn't do anything. Bodyguards sends a message. It does send a message, but I don't think it's for you. I think Man. It's, I think it's kind of... Uh, we'll call it... We'll say D-E. It's early in the morning. We'll call okay. it D-E. <laughs> D- I think it's D-E. Yeah. Like... Rise of the Mushy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just thought, man, I, I thought about it and I was like, man, it'd be so cool to have bodyguards around me. I told the story on my sports podcast, 25 Whistles, a couple weeks ago. But Kayla and I were at dinner during our vacation and all these bodyguards come in, like four of them, big dudes. Yeah. And they're all wearing Nike Air shirts. And they weren't all black, but Nike Air on the back. And Kaylin's like, somebody's here. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, there are four bodyguards that walked in and one of them was talking to the manager. And so we're right next to them. And the manager is like, no, we're, no we, we can't, we can't do that. What the bodyguard had asked was for them to clear the restaurant completely. See? Oh to my goodness! To get everybody out of the restaurant because this person coming in wanted the restaurant to themselves. And the manager's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And so the bodyguard walks off, and then Caitlin sees who it is, and she's like, do not turn around, do not turn around. I was, the the first, 
you don't tell somebody who wants to turn around, don't turn around, because then I want to really <laughs> turn around. And so then, apparently, the bodyguard asked, okay, well, then we need everybody to put their phones away. There are only like four people in this restaurant, by the way. It's late. It's like, no phones. No phones at all. And so they were like, no, we're good. And so he said, well, our, our person can't eat here then. And so they're like, okay, cool. And I think they were a little surprised by that. And so it was Drake. And then Drake walked What? Up. See, that's what I'm talking about. Notice the bodyguards you said. They the, didn't do anything for him. Uh, uh, they the literally didn't take anybody out. <laughs> they didn't take anybody's cell phone. And what they did, they're like, hey, we can get you a table. We'll put it right down because we're at this restaurant near the beach. 20 feet away, they put a table on the beach that they would have done for anybody if they would have asked, even if we'd asked. And Drake sat down there with his girlfriend or girl and ate dinner, but he wanted to be seen. Like, he, he went parading through the rest. It was a whole thing. And wait, but I thought he didn't want to be seen. No, no, no that's that the was whole his point. Thing. He sent bodyguards in. My opinion is he sent bodyguards in to be like, okay, we need to get everybody out of here. We'd be like, why? And then we all had to get kicked out. And then, or put your phones away. Why? And then we tweet. Drake made us put our phone away. But they didn't allow any of that, and then Drake didn't get to eat in the restaurant, and he went down to the, you know, 30 feet away at the beach. Wow. And that then, is cool. And he walked by, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. Caleb's like, like, don't turn around, don't turn around. And he walked right by our table, and that was it. And then he walked, and he was like, man, uh, my everything. Oh, he did? Yeah. He was no, like, but in my mind, he was saying that as he was going by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he had bodyguards, but he probably pays them, and probably needs them. You proved my point for me. The bodyguards walked in, and oh, your if wife- If you want to pay for them, And, and your it. wife immediately goes, there's someone here, because yeah, there's bodyguards. She wasn't impressed. She was like, why are they doing They're trying to kick people out. Like, we, who, man. Like, it's cool, fans of Drake, but we're not going to go up and, hey, we're eating there, Drake. <laughs> so if you want to pay for it, go for it. But I don't think you want to pay for it. No, I was hoping the company would. Yeah, I, I, there's 0% chance of that. We'll find aliens before the company does that, <laughs> in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> On the phone, Carol, who lives in Massachusetts. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. How are you? What can I do for you? So we saw Jason Aldean in um, Mansfield, Massachusetts over the weekend. And he's touring with Travis Tritt. So I was wondering, because you're so close to Jason Aldean, why you don't ask him what's going on with Travis Tritt? Well, here's the thing about Travis Tritt. He blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> there's not, there's rarely a nice word said about him as a person, but I love Travis Tritt's music, and I just kind of, I'm good where I am. I have a good separation. I can still enjoy his music. I ain't trying to force anything. I don't need to be everybody's friend. And if I ever just want to slam some awesome 90s, what do I want to do? Take it easy, yeah. take it easy. I want to do It's a Great Day to Be Alive. And if all he did was block me on Twitter and say a couple things, all good. If he punches me in the face because I tried to, then I can't even listen to his music yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. So, yeah, we're good. I'm good. Hey, I don't, hey, I don't want to hit up Jason and be like, yo, dude, can you make me and Travis friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, 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 that's a great question, Carol. But I'm pretty good where I am because I still want to enjoy Travis Tritt's music because I do a whole lot. Yeah, he's. Re- he, I mean, he was really good, but we didn't. We didn't know he was opening. We thought it was Tracy Lawrence. So we were like, oh, no, we're going to be betraying Bobby Bones if we go see him because he's not being nice to him. It's okay. So we you, were like, oh, no. I enjoy Travis Tritt's music. Now, Tracy Lawrence. Now, that's my dude. Yeah. I love Tracy Lawrence. As a person, his music... Eddie and I opened for Tracy Lawrence once. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Tracy Lawrence gives back every Thanksgiving, does a humongous turkey, turkey fry. fry. Like, that's the guy right there. Hey, more Tracy Lawrence's. Mm. <laughs> and we'll just leave it there. Yeah, yeah just we'll just it. leave it there. <laughs> All right, Carol, thank you very much. Hope you have an awesome day. Sure. You too, thanks. All right, bye-bye. Whoa. The Bobby Bones
show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, have you been wearing white even though it's after Labor Day? I thought that rule was dead like 1989. I know, but some people still <laughs> hold on to it. So, this is your friendly reminder that you can ignore that outdated fashion rule. Other things to ignore jeans with a jean jacket is cool now. So, yeah, denim Canadian on denim. Tuxedo. That's Rock, what that is. Yeah. Rocket soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> your shoes, your belt, your socks, they don't all have to match. Thank it can be you. different. Thank God I'm colorblind. Colors. It doesn't. <laughs> socks and sandals are more acceptable now. Of course they are. Because it's comfortable. Here's the two things that are happening right now in fashion. Number one, they're making clothes more sustainable, meaning it's cool to care about the environment. They're not making a, they still are, but they're making an effort. These companies are making an effort to not make clothes that are really expensive. You can only wear once or twice because that's what happens with a lot of people. So they're making clothes that are more generic and base. So you can wear them over and over again without feeling like, oh, and you shouldn't feel that way. Wear them all you want. But some people don't want to wear them over and over again. And so, because I have social media for the most part, but they're making clothes more sustainable. The second thing that's happening is I'm still colorblind. So when I get dressed and I don't have help, I break a lot of these rules accidentally. (laughs) Yes. One final thing to bring up is a no hats indoors. People don't care about that rule anymore. Yeah, I haven't cared since sixth grade. That's when they told me. Exactly. It's more so like our grandparents' generation. So that one's starting to fade and you can wear a hat anytime. Starting to fade? Well, it, some people still, out of respect, take their hat off when they walk inside. Hey, Ray, Ray, what's the date of this pile? September 21st, 2004? Just making sure. <laughs> well, I, I feel like a lot of these rules have been dead for a long time. Oh. Okay, good. Yeah, like I don't take my hat off anyway. Ray was so confused. He was like, I don't know what I'm I supposed know, to do I know. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure what year we, this was. Okay, yeah, no, it's 2021. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's 2022. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> That's why it's outdated. Oh. She's reading the one from yeah. last year? Yeah. <laughs> Time is flying. Okay. All right. So last year, a bunch of Yeti coolers, and when I say a bunch, like 109 containers worth, they were on a cargo ship shipping over, and they fell off the cargo ship near Washington's Olympic Peninsula, and now they are finally washing up to shore in Alaska. How cool would it be if you get like four coolers that floated up on the beach where you live? Oh, expensive. Oh, Yetis, they're not cheap. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I I should be like, oh, the environment. And I am, but it was only 100. (laughs) No, no, 109 containers. No containers, dude. Oh, I thought it was 109. No. I thought that's a container. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's a there lot. Of, is a lot. Wow. You know what? I do feel kind of sad for the environment, but I feel even better for the people that got those free Yetis. Mm-hmm. That's so pretty cool. cool. Wow. Yeah, and guess what? All the Yeti coolers were in excellent condition. So I bet. this is actually kind of good advertising for all the money they probably lost from okay. that. Okay. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to play you a little Zach Bryan. To you, I'm just a man. To me, you're all I am with it. He had a show in Raleigh, North Carolina, and a college student tried to buy tickets to it, but she got scammed out of $600. Well, Zach saw the post about it on TikTok and then left tickets for her at Will Call, which I thought was a really sweet thing to do. I love when artists are paying attention to their people. Yeah, that's good. And he's a big TikTok guy. I mean, we've been big Zach Bryan fans at our house for probably a year or so now. I like him. He puts out a lot of sad songs. I love sad songs. Yeah. You do. I love Every time house. I play one of his songs, I'm like, check this one out. I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So there's a sheriff's office in North Carolina, and they get a call late at night saying, hey, we're missing our family member. And so she was an older woman. She was described as having a cognitive disorder, and that she just walked away from the family home in the middle of the night. They couldn't find her. Straight up. 
So the deputy, Kevin Dean, he got there with his dog, whose name is Roki, and it was pouring down rain. And so it's just crazy what these dogs can do. They let the dog sniff some of her stuff, some of her clothes. 40 minutes, and the dog found the older lady in the woods. Wow. Amazing. The fact that they can smell that like that strong. Or they can do anything. My dog doesn't do anything. Mm-mm. Like, he lays. <laughs> Scratches. He runs. He's got about seven minutes of energy a day. But he doesn't do anything with That's precision. Not, well, he, he has a New York best bestseller, doesn't he? New yeah, York and he's cha- totally changed since that book came right, out, right. too. You know? <laughs> he's an author. It's, it, the, the guy's changed completely. Uh, the woman was returned by her grateful to her grateful family, and they announced on social media, and they were like, hey, shout out Roki, shout out Kevin Dean, they found her. You also know that's scary for the family. She just yeah. goes scary. missing into the woods. So shout out to Roki. That's pretty cool. He deserves an extra sausage today. Yeah, about a little it. pepperoni. You know what? So do I. Be honest with <laughs> Wait, you. why you? Just because I feel like an extra sausage <laughs> okay. today. Yeah, I think we all need one. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com.